Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's never-ending at 5 o'clock in a Motor City. Good to have you aboard. Uh, Tuesdays with TJ is back. We've cleared every earthly and alien protocol for you to return. Welcome. Yeah, it's good to see Roberto still has a lot of time on his hands back there. Do you, so, things haven't changed in a year, I guess. Do you understand how much? Th- here, how much time you think he spent on that? At least two hours. Oh, Try oh, four and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I, uh, yesterday, I wrote the lyrics. That's another oh. hour. I mean, that, those lyrics <laughs> should have taken about 30 seconds. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not very creative. But, yeah, but what uh, other direction were we going to go? <laughs> yeah. You guys bleep down your leg in the opener and we don't get to see you? That's not fun. Uh, I mean, I didn't mind. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm keenly aware. Yeah, I didn't mind, but that's you right. I'm so happy to, see to be guys. here. Good what do you see mean, you guys? I, I missed. I missed you, Mike. I missed David, and I missed uh, Roberto. It's good to see you guys. Oh, <laughs> good to see you too. Man. Oh, hey, Charlie. Good to see you too, man. All right. So, obviously, if you have questions for TJ, we'll do it two ways. We always do the the rapid fire at five thirty. They don't have to be football. Remember, football equals the cliche bell. Like he's not going to roll out the game plan, but you can ask, and that's fine. You can um, ask about sex. I mean, whatever. Uh, oh, Open right. to everything. <laughs> Probably get a lot, <laughs> a lot of cliches there, too, Roberto. <laughs> now, nah, hold on. My knee. Okay, we'll get to that. We are going to, at 515, I want to get in this NFL stuff. The Roethlisberger comments from last night, the game. This, I, I just don't know how anyone hits anyone anymore. We'll do it at 515. If you have questions for TJ, you can dial in 248-539-9797 or just ticket text. That's fine, too. 97136. All right, so. Training camp, bad. Preseason, bad. Week one, absolute disaster. What's different? Like, this was the most – like, you had literally one of the five worst losses I've ever seen. Right. And then you go out and put one of the five best wins together two weeks later. Complete. Yeah, and I think um, just – I know you're going <laughs> to probably ding me for this one, but there, there I was – I don't a, do anything. The, the sense of urgency – waiting for it okay there we go the sense of urgency in the building last week i think everybody realized we dug our we dug ourselves a, a a hell of a hole the first two games um i can't i can't co- concentrate on an answer if you keep dinging that <laughs> it's, it's you know, the cliche bell. yeah i guess i guess what changed really started in in san francisco week after that week one loss where everybody's sitting there kind of thinking what what went wrong? I mean, what, what can I put my finger on to say that's the reason why we lost the game? When you look at it, it was literally just one play after another that we just could not stop the bleeding. We, we you know pick six, punt return touchdown, a couple more interceptions, just bad football across the board. The whole team, all three phases, um, was just it was it was hard to be a part of. It was hard to really look back and say, hey, that's that's what we got to fix and we're going to move forward. But I think the the best thing about the team so far in the, the last couple of weeks, especially, I know we lost week two against San Fran, but coming in and not really hindering on on last week's performance. I mean, talking about, hey, we obviously got to sit down Monday. We got to be hard on ourselves. We got to be very uh, 
you know, just honest with, with what we did and we got to move on. We don't have time to let this thing linger uh, a week, two weeks, three weeks. We got, we got to move on. We got to move on fast. And I thought the San Francisco game, although we lost, I think there were some things there where you saw that, Hey, we're getting ready to, you know, we're kind of turning the page a little bit. You, you start to feel that, feel it build a little bit during the week of practice and the preparation and the meetings. We didn't get it done, but same thing last week. I mean, I think it was by far uh, the best week of practice we had uh, in the, in the first three weeks of the season. And, and it was something that obviously play, it definitely pays off come Sunday. I mean, when you're feeling confident in the preparation you do on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you go out there, you play the game and, and you've got a lot of confidence. You're ready to get it, get it rolling. All right. So after the game, the video's out there. I mean, you looked like you were ready to cry. It, it was just an exciting scene. It, look, it was like Kumbaya could have been playing in the background. But it, 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 look, something is different, clearly. I mean, week one, you had, what the hell's his name? Uh, Ricky Jean Francois. I mean, basically come out and talk about guys quitting. That's on the heels of all the reports that are out there. And, and, and look, I'm one of the people who said it. I mean, dude, you, you lose by 31 in the NFL, guys laid down. No team is 31 points better than another. Right. It's not. You didn't play like you You love the guy. But now, look, that was an emotional win. You knew what it meant for him. Mm-hmm. Is this thing now in your mind righted? I mean, you're, one of the, you're a captain. Like, when you speak, people listen. Yeah. I assume he listens to you. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that that game against New England is what our team needed. Uh, not only just to get back to one and two and start to build some confidence, but just to show that all the work we've been doing since April, since we got there, and and, and there are a lot of changes to the off-season program, to the way we practice, to a little bit of an uncertainty. I mean, everybody's got their opinion how you're supposed to run things, what things work, what things don't work. Ultimately, when you go out and, and you and you win a a good game against a really good opponent, uh, I think that's what that's the validation that you need to say, hey, you know, whatever happened last month, whatever happened two months ago, whatever happened last week, it's out the door, man. We we won the game. That's everything you need to show to, to just to, just to have that validation that what we're doing, the program we're doing, the process, it works. And I think that that's ultimately what the players, uh, everybody needed to see. We we're in this thing together. It's not us versus the coaches, the coaches versus the player. Everybody's in this thing together. And when you go out there and you win the game uh, like we did and handily, uh, I think it's just something that moving forward, I, I think it's really going to light a match uh, and, and and hopefully propel us and just keep this thing rolling. That's the challenge, obviously, being consistent with it. But when you start to see the things pay off, I think that's when everybody really starts to get it. And it really seems like uh, – okay, finally type of moment, man. This is what we've been working for. This is what we're going to do moving forward. All right. This is going to be my first one that he won't answer, but I have to ask because Will Birchfield, our writer, demanded it, and I agreed. So reports about these rules, mystery rules, all the rules Patricia has that you guys were angry at, all these reports, pro football talk, number of places. What the hell kind of rules? Give me some of these rules without – well, I mean, hell, you won't get yourself in trouble. You're a captain. What the hell are they going to say to you? Um, what are these rules? You're gonna you're gonna be mad at me, but honestly, when I when I saw that specific thing mentioned and whatever reports were out there, I'm gonna be mad. I'm asking. I I did not really get it. I didn't understand. Obviously, there's changes when you have different coaches. Everybody approaches things different. Whether it's practice, whether it's the way we travel, it's different. I wouldn't say that there's rules being laid down that, hey, you guys can't do this. This is how we're going to do things. I mean, there's 
I think somebody mentioned that, you know, the cornhole boards are no longer in the locker room. I mean, if you want to make consider that a rule, go ahead. But I don't think that anybody's sitting in the locker room going, man, what's up with the – I just – I really had to think about that one because – in my mind, I, I didn't really notice <laughs> notice any rules that was kind of slapping the wrist saying you're not doing this anymore type thing. I All mean, right, that's better than different. expected. Now, here's the one I think you can answer because I don't think I'm – I know I'm a lot of things, but stupid ain't one of them. Week one, I told people yesterday, watch the running game week one mm-hmm. and just watch what it looked like. Like, people don't even have to know football, right? They don't have to be a geek like me. Week one running game – and then watch the running game this week. And it, no, 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 don't be, don't be silly out there in your car and go, yeah, no bleep, it looked better. No, no, no. Look at the way the plays look. Week one looked like bully ball, which you guys can't do. Week three looked like we had some different concepts out there. I'm not crazy, am I? No, you're not. But I think that's. I know you're not going to roll out the game plan. Right. I mean, I, obviously, that's kind of how it goes early in the season when you've got new pieces on the line, you've got new running backs. Uh, you kind of have to figure out what we're good at. I mean, what, what's our bread and butter? What's a play we can call that we go to the line and we know we're going to get four or five, six yards every single time? Uh, I think we didn't really have an identity, uh, you know, through preseason. Obviously, you're trying to keep it vanilla and keep it basic, but we didn't really have an identity. Week one was different. We couldn't really run the ball being down. Uh, it, it was kind of a pass fest, obviously being down 30 points, but it was all part of trying to build the characteristic and build the identity of what we're good at up front, what our running backs are good at. Uh, each guy brings something different to the table. Garrett might be better running this specific play, and carry on maybe might be better running, you know, an outside, whatever, whatever it is. Um, so I think that what we saw on Sunday was we had good success early in the game and we kept getting kind of into a rhythm. I mean, it's something that obviously takes time. The the good thing for us up front is we always talk about we got to earn we got to earn Jim Bob's trust to call these runs and we got to prove to him that that it's going to work, but it's just something, you know, I think I think we changed some things up definitely like you said, but each week is kind of different how you approach it. I mean, the the Patriots play a, a totally different style of defensive line than than we're going to see in the Cowboys. And well, they're also terrible. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, they're no, <laughs> that's I did. A, you know they were missing a few pieces on their defense. I don't think anybody that's playing in in the NFL, especially for the Patriots, is, is terrible. But well, Danny Shelton's terrible. I wouldn't say that. I mean, oh, he's hold a, on, he's, hold on, hold on, time out. Danny Shelton couldn't play for the Browns. <laughs> Might weigh four hundred pounds. They have to bring him out on a dolly. To line him up, TJ. You don't have to butter his bread, but that guy's terrible. I wouldn't say terrible. I don't think anybody in the in the NFL is terrible, Mike. <laughs> Listen, I'm you wouldn't just... be you wouldn't be a starter in the NFL. You're a terrible. Trust me. The guy's obviously, you know, moved on to a different team. But say it with a straight face. Say it with a straight face. Straight face. You're gonna tell me that? Good. Come on, Danny man. Shelton's we're not terrible. We're not right. arguing. Any NFL players are terrible. All right. By NFL <laughs> standards, he's less than optimal. Here's the other thing. I'll say it because I I don't want to get you in trouble. There's a Z word that that looks like what you guys are running, and it's what you're good at, and it's what you did in Green Bay. That's all I'm going to say. It's on tape. Come on, give me a break. That's your opinion. You're your zone blocking team. That's my opinion. Well, I mean, I, hey, that's I, my opinion. I, me that's your it. opinion. Me, you know. right here. There's definitely there's definitely multiple schemes that I think we'll be good at. We just got to get the reps and continue to work at them. That's safe. That's a safe answer. All right. Uh, I want to get the NFL stuff. Sully, you have any questions, David? Please. David looks very salty back there. Are we going to continue this rivalry from last year? I'm not salty at all. I'm just, there are some horrible players in the NFL. I mean, did you see Artie Burns last night in Pittsburgh? That was horrible. He's horrible this year. Artie Burns sounds like an actor from a 70s sitcom. (laughs) 
I don't study many uh, many corners, Dave, so I can't give you an <laughs> honest only, opinion only concerned on with the big people. <laughs> Danny Shelton has to weigh 380 pounds. He can't move. Can't move. He's a big boy. Yeah, that's that's, that's one how way to New put England it. likes him. I mean, look at Vince Wolford. You're going to tell me that guy was no, but any Vince lighter could, than 380? But Vince could move. Vince was gifted. Vince was a good player. Yeah, Danny he was for Shelton a long time. looks like when you go to the family reunion and they do the sack race. <laughs> oh come on, <laughs> terrible! All right, we'll get some more to guys. I want your opinion on the Roethlisberger sound and this issue, without getting yourself in trouble. And we also have a Stafford song that I know you haven't heard. Very exciting. And we're back. <laughs> Why do you got to do my boy like that, man? Come on, Roberto. Wait, right, hold on. Time. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time. <laughs> I know he's your friend, and that's fine. There's no way he talks like that in private like he does at the podium. No, he doesn't. I think everybody's got So why all the something ums? Something that they, you know. But just stop with the ums. It's not. I mean, I he don't know. He doesn't do that really on the golf course with you. There's no way. No, I mean, I think anytime I I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of, you know, saying some of those repeat, you know, kind of nervous Glitches, I guess, when I'm talking. But what the hell's he nervous about? He makes ten billion dollars. Oh man, you know, being a quarterback in the league, I can't imagine the pressure he's under. Oh, stop it, will you please? I bet you, in real life, if you're on the golf course with him, he he substitutes um with the f word, probably. <laughs> <laughs> if it's anything like us, yeah. <laughs> I will not share what I do in my private life with you, Roberto. Oh. Number of people enjoyed the TJ Open, so Roberto wins. David loses. I'm sorry. <laughs> David, I'm sorry. You know, people just don't understand greatness. That's all. They just don't get it. Wow. All right. Look, I want to play the Roethlisberger uh, audio. But first, Sully, anything I missed in the open question-wise? Did I, did I blow the layup? Did no, I miss we, we have a ton, uh, ton of other questions coming in in the rapid-fire segment, too. All right. So here's Roethlisberger last night, Monday Night Football, four roughing the passers. The NFL now, Mike, I want to make sure numbers right. Through three weeks, 34 Roughing the passer calls last year at this time, nine. To say it's being uh, pushed is is an understatement. Here's Roethlisberger after the game. You know what? I'm, I don't want to, to, to criticize officiating, especially when you're talking about a penalty that, that helps the quarterback out. But, um, you know, I was surprised with the first one. Uh, the second one I thought was legit. He hit me in the helmet. Um, you know, it was kind of like hearing that loud ring when, the, when your helmet gets hit. Um, but uh, there sure are a lot of them. I can't imagine the fans at home are enjoying it too much. You saw Clay. You used to play with him. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what this week's personal foul was. Last week, okay, maybe, but I don't think so. This week was utterly ridiculous. Yeah. What are defensive players supposed to do? Where are you at with this? Uh, I agree with what Roethlisberger said. I think any any rule that benefits the offense in particular, obviously, you don't really want to criticize and and say anything, anything bad about it. But at the same time, I mean, I watch these games too. I've watched, you know, Clay's – hits that he's had the past couple weeks I've watched you know the ones that they were even calling last night I don't think we've been a part of one in the games we've played yet but they're right man it's it's getting out of hand it's kind of like when you thought about the preseason and and the new helmet rule that they were going to start calling on the defenseless receivers obviously everybody knew they were going to it was going to be greatly exaggerated in the preseason it's always kind of a testing out testing out period and then once you get to the regular season it starts to calm down I don't know if there's been any there might be one or two compared to the preseason I feel like there were 10 or 15 of those things I thought that's how it was going to be 
with the quarterback rule. I thought it was going to be very emphasized in the preseason. Once you get to the regular season, let them play football. Uh, but obviously that hasn't been the case. It's it's tough to watch, man, because I know a lot of these guys, like Clay's been doing it one way for 10 years now. Those are plays you look back, you know, four or five, even last year, you look at those hits, those are highlight, highlight real hits. That's something that's been around the game for a long time. But how can someone who's I, a moving, you're hitting a moving target, We've legislated it out. Can't hit him low, can't hit him high. And yeah. I get that. So I hit him in the middle, but now I got to somehow move my body. I mean, what? Th- th- this is. Uh, I, I don't get it because if it's, you know, if I'm in the same position where, you know, I'm trying to finish a de- defense alignment down the field and you ask me not to land on the guy, now I take a risk of maybe, you know, putting my, putting my shoulder in the ground and maybe popping my shoulder, popping an elbow because I'm trying to do something unnatural in the middle of a play. I think that's what it is. You're asking these guys to go away from their instincts and try to put themselves in unnatural positions to ultimately protect the quarterback. And you look at what happened last week with the Miami Dolphins. William Hayes. The guy blows a knee out for trying to get off the quarterback, not land on him. I mean, is that really where you want the game to go? Quarterbacks are going to get hit. That's part of the game. Well, and look at the Part of the offensive lineman's job is to make sure it doesn't happen. Like, if if you look at quarterback hits 10 years ago, 15 years ago, forget about, like, early 90s. We already have evolved to where, look, they're protected, and right. I know why they're protected, but I, this is just, I don't know what I would tell a defensive player. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Right. I think you can clearly tell the difference between, uh, let's say, what happened to Aaron Rodgers last year where the guys got him for you know a second or two, and then he picks him up, and then he pile drives him. I think everybody would agree that's excessive. If you come through the line clean and you hit the quarterback square in the chest, I don't know what what else you're supposed to ask these guys to do to avoid not landing on them because now you're asking your, you're asking them to to put themselves at risk to you know land on their shoulder land on their knee weird and possibly hurt themselves so I think you can make a difference I think you can tell the difference between the ones that should be called and shouldn't be called and I think majority of them this year have been pretty close to where it's like that that's that's just a good football hit uh, the good thing today is I saw somewhere that the NFL is going to take some time and obviously revisit this whole rule because it, it has affected uh, I know it's affected the fans I know it's affected the players and obviously when quarterbacks are starting to talk about it I, I think you got to revisit and try to try to make it a little bit <laughs> less damaging to the defense when that happens and the issue is you're not just asking them to do something different you're asking them to do something different than what they've done the past 20 years of their life so it's like you're trying to reprogram how guys hit the whole you can't put your weight your body weight on a on a quarterback you can't fall on him doesn't make sense and like you just said these guys, these safeties, these defensive players, linebackers, they're trying to hit a player, make a routine tackle they've made their entire career, mm-hmm. and now they're putting themselves in danger because they're told to tackle a different way, they're told to be timid, and they're just going to get probably hurt more doing that. Yeah, and you're right, and I sit in, I sit in some of those meetings for, for 10 years now. You sit in a team meeting, and, and a lot of the defensive game plan is, hey, get to the quarterback, go rattle the quarterback, get him off his spot, you know, make him uncomfortable, hit him a couple times, make sure, you know, he starts getting that ball out a little bit earlier. It's our, it's our chance to, you know, get get some interceptions, man, make some big plays that way. And if you get these guys too timid to go hit the quarterback, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to start – Blowing the as soon as you wrap them up, you blow the whistle. But then you look at possible big plays that that you're limited from the from the quarterback position. Now, I mean, how many times have we seen Big Ben have three guys on him and then he's you know kind of escapes yeah. and makes a big play? Or Dial trying to throw him down and he spins out of it. Yeah, I mean, Stafford had one this past game. He had three guys kind of draped on him and found Theo in the flat for a big big play. So it's something that. They, they have to revisit it. They've got to try to get it right because, I, in my opinion, the first three weeks, I think it's been a little bit out of hand. 
And I'd like to say thank you, by the way, Mike. I think that counts. I win the bet. I, I, yeah, I, said I, that he, I said that he would say something substantial and not be yeah. cliche. No, no, it's fair. I yes. thought I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go PC. What are we splitting, Sully? Some coffee oh, next, okay. next week. Yeah. Nice. What, what do you <laughs> next what do you, Tuesday? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not like the most luxurious bet. It was a one liner. I go. I don't think he'll he'll attack it. Sully believed in you more than I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, I mean, put, we put your next game check out of TJ. Oh, That's what we, okay. We're going to be splitting In amazing. that case, uh, it's officiating. I'm not going to disagree with it. Right. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> all right, rapid fires in order. We got a ton of questions. If you want to get any more in, please. And uh, they're all over the board, whether it's food questions, Lions questions, uh, all sorts of stuff. All right, we'll get into those next. By the way, is Wojo here? I've seen Bogey. I haven't seen Wojo. No, I just like how Wojo creeps TJ out, so I'm really excited for crosstalk. <laughs> I thought that was Bogey. That yeah, did that Bogey too. creeps me out more than Wojo does. <laughs> did you guys get after uh, Bogey? I heard he had some uh, mean things to say this past week. Oh, yeah. No, no, we did because he – well, like, I tried to help him, and I'm like, listen, no, I don't think the lines are very good, but this New England team ain't very good, and here's, like, 18 reasons why. And I'm like, I think the Lions are going to have a chance to win this game. And Bogey was just like, no, bro, no. They're going to lose by, like, 100. I'm like, <laughs> Kyle, I'm trying to tell you, like, dude, I've kind of done this a lot longer than you. I really think I got a good read on this. Bro, you're you're going to ruin your career over this pick. I'm oh. like, all right, kid, you do what you want to do. Can't wait uh, for crosstalk. Yeah, I can't you, wait. I'm going to spit in your face, you bearded freak. And I'm like, hope all you right. put him in his place. Dude, dude, with a douche like that, there is very little you can do. Rapid fire next. Sully, take him to church. This report sponsored by IBEW Local 58 and the National Electrical Contractors Association, NECA, 94 westbound after Haggerty and Van Buren Township. A crash leaves only the right lane open. Westbound traffic is slowing down from Wayne Road. The left lane and shoulder is blocked on the eastbound side. Eastbound traffic is backed up from before Belleville Road. Are you an experienced, licensed journeyman electrician looking to grow your career in a better environment? The IBEW NECA team has opportunities now. Great wages, benefits, secure retirement, and advanced training. It's all part of an IBEW career. Learn more at IBEWcareers.org. The best contractors, the best electricians, period. I'm Michelle Penyon, the WWJ 24-hour traffic center. Awesome. That's just a great lead. Thank you for that. Good work, Roberto. Finally. I know it's it's really bad. We never do a twofer of those. <laughs> this might be a little too much. But there's another new one that is, I feel, is maybe the best Worse one Worse than that? I would say 10 times worse. <laughs> you know him as America's favorite TV chef. Now here's your host, Eric Thies and Denise Repko. All right, Denise, so this is for you. Okay. Finally, you get your chance. I know. <laughs> Let me show you my brand new... Mm-hmm. It's thick. Wow. It's gorgeous. I know you want to taste it, but you have to wait. Okay. All right, what do you think of this? <laughs> is that big enough for you? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Oh, How's my that? gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That looks so good. That's great. Oh, look at this. Oh. Look how it just runs down right on your little piece Holy. of... I love that. All right, I'm not done. Oh, man, look at that. Seriously? Seriously, Eric? <laughs> Yes, yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Come on, dude. All right, that's... Jesus. Well, they're just cooking. They're just talking about the stuff they're making in the kitchen. Making something in the kitchen. Oh, All right, ticket text. I, I'm getting... I'm distancing myself from that as quickly as possible. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you guys play a copper chef for TJ? Yeah, mission accomplished. Does does Stafford say um in the huddle when calling a play? 
No, no, I don't think so. Let me show you my brand new. Stop! 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 Oh my god! And then I love how we always get texts of like parents taking their kids to school or picking their kids up right now. They're just talking about frying pans. What do you want me to do? All right. Glad TJ is back. <laughs> Love when you guys have him in. Great conversation and ball busting. Paul and Shelby writes in. I'd love to hear TJ's take. Are you okay over there? I'm good. I would love TJ's take on Myth Album booing article following Jets game as a player. Did you read that? I heard about it. I didn't read it. Neither did anybody else. <laughs> guys, please, guys, please ask TJ how he feels about all of the Collinsworth love he's getting during the broadcast. Um, well, he scared Chris, the Chris, poor guy. No, I didn't scare him. We had a good one-on-one talk a few years back. He, you threatened to kick his ass. No, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't. I didn't go that far with it. But we had an honest conversation with each other, and uh, ever since then, you know, he's been he's been uh, had some pleasant things to say. So oh, he's he's like your bestie. He, no, I wouldn't go that far. You want to do the rapid fire? We have we have collected our submissions from Ticket Text for Tuesdays with TJ all afternoon. Sully, fast pace. Let's roll. TJ, would you be up for rescheduling the cider donut eating contest? Yeah, I think so. Never did that last year. Got to do it into the bye week, though. That's true. TJ, what, is, what does it mean to finally get the 100-yard rushing stat off the books? It's good. You don't got to answer any more questions about it, hopefully. Hopefully, keep it rolling. You play Fortnite. I don't. Hockey or basketball, and why? Hockey, for sure. It's not even close. Why? I, you know, just grew up a kid watching the Wings, watching Stevie Eiserman, Sergey Fedorov, the Russian Five. I mean, it's just something that uh, it was. It was very addicting to me when I was a kid. Nice comment from Stony there. (laughs) Uh, How about this one? Your favorite pregame meal. Favorite pregame meal, probably a couple chicken breasts, uh, nice salad, baked potato. Baked potato is good. Uh, Roberto also in the sandbox. Please pull TJ Singh breasts in a very <laughs> wet fashion. Thank you. Continue. Uh, now, I don't know if you watch this show. Your favorite Game of Thrones character? I uh, don't watch the show. Okay. I, I'll probably get crushed for that, but I don't. Oh, my God. What's the biggest difference between Patricia and Caldwell? Age. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way or a bad way? Good way. <laughs> How about that? Always uh, questions about this. Did you see that uh, Catholic Central Brother Rice game? Rice needs you on their own lines. Yeah, I didn't see. I obviously saw the score and, you know, not very pleased with it, but a lot of football left for the, for the Warriors. After playing the Patriots, do you think that they may have lost a step and are on the decline as a franchise? He's not. Oh, gosh. I, who knows? It's week three. I, I would never... Bet against the Tom, uh, Tom okay. Brady-led Patriot team. I'll handle it. it. They're done. Next. How do you feel about Eastern Michigan, your alma mater, this season? I feel great. I think they came off a tough loss against San Diego State in overtime. And obviously another uh, 2-0 and against the Big Ten the last uh, two games. So uh, I, th- I, I think they're headed in the right direction. Making the alumni proud. I like this one here. Talk about the LeGarrette Blunt shove. Did that fire up the team at all? I think it 
did in a sense of showing that, you know, this guy's got everybody's backs, man. I know, obviously, I don't think it was a late hit called when Stafford got hit, but anytime you stick up for a teammate like that, you think somebody takes advantage of a, a vulnerable position. I think it's great. Shows everybody else uh, you got the rack. Best golfer on the team. Someone said Golden Tate. They hear is a good golfer. I've never played with Golden. I, I watched him out in that Tahoe event. I don't think he did too well. I, so I think Stafford's a pretty good golfer. Is he really? I think he is, yeah. Uh, always get these. Have you sent a get well soon card Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> no, I have not. Money. Money. <laughs> chips or pretzels? Ooh. What kind of chips? Just a regular potato chip? or Yeah, they just ask chips or pretzels. Combo. Regular salted potato chip with the pretzels. Can't go wrong. <laughs> Jesus. What is your favorite pizza topping? Oh, my God. Pepperoni. My favorite color is green. Uh, my favorite letter is uh, T. All right, uh, next. My favorite number is uh, seven. Well, on that note, your favorite uh, beer? Favorite beer? Oh, Coors Light. All of them. Who's your favorite Detroit athlete besides anyone on the Lions? Your favorite non-Lion Detroit athlete? Currently or all time? Uh, Currently. Current. current. Probably Nicholas Cronwell. Although I know he's he's got one leg. Yeah, but I mean, just the what is this, the, 2009? the, the montage that guy has a physical play at something that I Jesus. obviously bond with. My God. Okay, next. Who would win in a battle? Hundred squirrels or a thousand chipmunks? <laughs> you got to go with the numbers. You got to go with the chipmunks, right? I don't know how some people send these in. I haven't put a lot of thought into it. Next. All right. In all seriousness, about the lines, this one. A lot of people asking about the play tipping stuff. People, the reports saying oh, that the, off, the offense have, has tipped some plays. Uh, certainly, the Jets were saying that. Taylor Decker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that true at all? I'm not buying it. I don't think it's anything that that we worry about. Obviously, there's with with the microphones around, um, you know, the line of scrimmage these days. Everything is caught on TV. We just, I think we got to, we have done a good job the last couple weeks of changing th- some things up and obviously you can use it against the defense too with with dummy calls whatever you want to play so um maybe there was a couple times there in the jets game but you know in, in my mind i think we've corrected it next says please be honest is the team working harder under this coaching staff than the previous one yes yes well, I don't know how you. I think you that work, slipped out. Work Sorry, hard. you work hard. That slipped out every week. You don't well, work no, hard. You last, shouldn't be in the NFL. The last guy ran a country club. Who are we kidding? Next, that's me saying that, not TJ. Next is a hot dog a sandwich. Oh, no. for God's sake! No, no. Next, buffalo or barbecue wings? Buffalo. Next, this one you kind of addressed earlier when we talked about it. Do you agree with former teammate Clay Matthews yes. on the quote-unquote wussification of the NFL? When it comes to the hitting of quarterbacks, yes. All right, last one, and then I have to move. What would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Oof. Probably, huh? probably try to get an armored tank, right? <laughs> yeah, but then you run out of gas, and then that's basically your Who coffin. Who cares? You just sit there, right? Yeah, and die. There'd be no... I, I am not arguing. <laughs> uh, this is. I got looped into stupidity by the listeners again. Whoa, Joe. Well, first of all... TJ physically assaults Bogey. Next. Oh. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.